0: preaches a message on Matthew chapters 24 and 25. This teaching by Jesus was in response to the disciples' question regarding the end times. Please listen to today's portion of this week's message entitled, The Olivet Discourse. We know that a world political leader, we usually call him by the name Antichrist or the Antichrist, He is going to show up on the scene. He's going to make a treaty with Israel promising to protect her and guarantee their safety in the land and in Jerusalem for seven years, and they're going to be able to rebuild a temple during that time. He's going to break that treaty, that seven-year treaty, at the halfway point, and he's going to install himself as the object of worship. In the new temple of Israel. It's it's such an abominable thing, desecrating the temple, hence the terminology, the abomination of desolation. But during those times, during those seven years, despite the work of the Antichrist, very sinister to begin with and then very evil as he is unmasked, um, during those days, many are going to come along and claim that they're the Messiah. Also during those days, there will be unprecedented calamities. Those things that are going to make the terrorist attacks on 9-11 seem like nothing. And it's going to include the famous terms, earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars. It'll be a time of tribulation such as the world has never known. You've heard of the times of the bubonic plague in Europe. Oh, how, how awful. How awful has it been for people under Idi Amin, Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler? How, how bad is it for Ukraine in the last uh, seven months? Horrible, horrible things. There's going to be things that make those pale in comparison, because this will include not only the evil that mankind is capable of, capable of, not only the evil of the Antichrist, but the wrath of God is going to be being poured out during that time. Lots of detail in Revelation 6 through 18. What was it now? About four years ago, we uh, muddled our way through the Book of Revelation on um, on Wednesday nights. You might want to go review some of that if you haven't had enough yet. And not mentioned anywhere in the Olivet Discourse, but described in the New Testament is the next event on God's calendar. What I alluded to earlier. It's in First Thessalonians chapter four, verses thirteen through 18, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty two, John fourteen three. That's the rapture of the church. That is the moment when all living, true disciples of Jesus Christ will be removed from the earth, and I love this phrase, in a moment. How long is a moment? In the twinkling of an eye. How long does it take you to twinkle? That's just a way of saying it like this. Every living child of God snatched away from the earth. Wow! For reasons we don't have time to explore today, I believe quite firmly that the rapture will take place emer- uh, uh, prior to the emergence of the Antichrist, and I further believe that it is the removal of the righteous influence of Christians in the world along with the chaos that will be caused by the rapture itself, all of a sudden multiplied millions of people vanish and you can't even have a funeral. They didn't die. Nobody. I mean, literally, no body. They're gone. And I think in the, in the chaos of all of that, I think that's the circumstance that is going to allow someone who is uh, clever demonically clever, will be able to manipulate the situation to assume unprecedented power over the world. Hey, look, we had a microscopic virus get loose. What, two and a half years ago? Do you realize, I've been alive for, well, seven decades Plus, I have never seen a time that anything brought such unanimous idiocy to the whole world all at once. Oh, some people are sick. Let's shut down everything. And it wasn't just here. It wasn't just in our state. It wasn't just in our country. The whole world did it. One little virus. It didn't turn out to be even anywhere near as bad as the virus from 104 years ago in 1918, the, the so-called Spanish virus, Spanish flu. But you get the idea? A crisis is when people will give up their autonomy, their freedom, they'll, they'll panic I like the term for what we had in these last couple of years. It was a panic a pandemic. Uh, I'm not minimizing that people died. A, a serious case of COVID was a serious case of COVID, and people with, in families from Heritage Bible Church were, were lost. I'm not minimizing that. I'm just saying, I'm just making the point. I think that's how the Antichrist is going to seize his power. So, Matthew 24, 19 through 21. And and by the way, the world is going to be a terrible place to be in those seven years. Remember that 130,000 people on the average dying uh, per hour worldwide. Matthew 24, verses 19 and 21. Hey, we're in Matthew 24. Isn't that cool? Jesus says, But woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse babes in those days, but pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on a Sabbath, for then there will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever shall. Now, this is very Israel-centric, hence the reference to the Sabbath and the flight and all that, but understand, worse than anything that's ever happened. You might say worse than every bad thing that's ever happened all rolled together. Now, there is only one way to make sure that you are going to be spared from the wrath of God. That is to make sure that you trust Jesus Christ now. And there will be people who won't trust Christ before the rapture, And there's going to be this unprecedented evangelism worldwide. People are going to be coming to Christ faster in greater numbers than ever before at the same time that people are dying at the hands of the Antichrist and many of them dying under the wrath of God. Now, the focal point of the end times is the same as the focal point of the Olivet Discourse, which is the same as the focal point of the, Reve- of the book of Revelation. What is that focal point? It is point number two of our outline, the second coming. During those seven years that lead up to the second coming, we call them the tribulation, there will be unprecedented evangelism and unprecedented judgment going along simultaneously. So at the return of Christ... There's going to be a great gathering of believers who will then enter into the kingdom of heaven on earth as the only inhabitants of the earth at that time. Now remember, however many people are taken out of the rapture, that leaves you with a beginning population of the tribulation. Half of them are going to die. A whole bunch of them are going to come to faith in Christ, and they're going to welcome Jesus when he returns. Unbelievers, when Jesus returns, are going to be taken away to judgment. Now, here's the actual return as described in Matthew 24, 19 through 20, or 29 through 31. But immediately after the tribulation of those days, at the end of those seven years... The sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. I love this. You know how when you, you go to a, a, a play, some kind of special performance, and everybody's talking and, and then slowly the lights come down and the room goes completely dark. And then a spotlight comes on, and somebody comes on to perform however they're going to be. God's going to turn off all the lights in the universe momentarily. Can I tell you the physics of the, the powers of the heavens shaken? No. But look at this. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And now people have taken off on that. Well, what's the sign of the Son of Man? That's the sign of Jesus. It's going to be a giant cross that shows up in the sky. No, it's not. It's going to be Jesus in his glory. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you